I'm Cray Beaumont Flynn. Welcome to Beyond the Design, a show that gives you a peek behind the curtain of the design industry and shares the stories of those that are the driving force behind it. Well, welcome to Beyond the Design. Today we have MJ Coyle. Thank you for coming on the show, MJ. You're very welcome and thank you for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and share your journey and how you got started in this field of interior design. Oh man. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's been a very long and interesting journey, probably very different from a lot of the people that you've talked to in the past. Um, so I started my interior design journey here in Indianapolis. Uh, I used to work for the the company West Elm, which mm-hmm. was under William Sonoma brand. Uh, I was the head interior designer for them. I took on a lot of really crazy projects in this uh, Midwest area that got me a lot of name recognition and a lot of uh, kind of unexpected. It was kind of very, it was very unexpected how my interior designs kind of come up and happened. Right. But, uh, of course, a little known show called Good Bones started filming here in Indianapolis. And they reached out very, very early on in the production of that show. And it just, it wasn't working out for me. I wasn't really sure what was going on with them it wasn't the right fit at the exact time right but eventually we were able to make those um how do you it's really hard to explain because i don't know if (laughs) there's various components everything had to uh, align i guess yeah 100 percent. so when you're building a brand and you're just a little baby interior designer in someone you're in the beginnings of the humble beginnings of your design situation and your business and you're growing it and you're working so hard and it's all word of mouth and someone kind of plucks you out of obscurity and they're like hey <laughs> here's the tv show we know you can do it we know you can vibe with these people here you go here's Run everything it. handed to <laughs> yeah i was the person that kind of said no at first really yeah stage fright or just didn't want to um at that point it wasn't the exact right fit uh they wanted me to start out as what is kind of commonly known as a ghost designer right behind Um, the scenes yeah a behind the scenes it's more of like an art uh Art department. Yeah, you do the work, someone else gets the credit. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair enough? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, And I was kind of like on my upscale journey, and I was like, I don't know if that's the right fit to just like, I'm getting kind of recognized, I'm winning awards, I'm doing these things. I'm 22 years old. I don't know if going into the shadows at 22 is exactly what I'd like to do at this point. Right. Um, but yeah. I get you. Yeah. I've been in the same place. I was working for someone with initials KW out of California where I was doing the designs, but they were getting all the credit. So yeah. You yeah, know, it's... if some people it works for and some people it doesn't, it, you know, you want to kind of incorporate your own, aesthetic and promote it absolutely are you originally from indianapolis i am originally from indianapolis indiana born and raised uh love indy i lived in and worked in new york city for a while love that worked in the fashion industry out there um so many more times than not i would say someone would say oh where are you from and i would say indiana and that would be the end of the conversation <laughs> So, uh, I'm forever trying to change that dialogue, but right, yeah, I've kind of um, 
I've really dedicated my design, my design and my aesthetic in everything that I think Indiana and Hoosier people have to give from the design and the art and mm-hmm. the, all of these different aspects of creativity. I am going to base myself here for as long as I possibly can because it is such a great city to for self self growth and correct. Yeah. There's a lot to say about middle America, the Midwest. I mean, obviously I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma and you know, it has a uh, preconceived idea. I think to a lot of people that have never been to the state or to Tulsa that it's flat and, you know, dusty and (laughs) it's, it's a great place. It's a a well-kept secret. So we don't try to promote it. Yeah. So doing the show, were you friends with uh, the, the main people, individuals beforehand or did you not know them? So I was really close with Nina's sister-in-law, Alexa, Mm -hmm. but knew of Mina and Mina knew of, me and I knew of Karen. I mean, it's Indy is the biggest small town. Right. Everybody knows everyone, but um, it was kind of almost like just a, a really great meeting of the minds when I did join the show and when I came mm-hmm. onto the show. It was the exact right time. Like it couldn't have been better timing on my part. Couldn't have been better timing on their part. And I did kind of fulfill that ghost designer position for a while. Uh-huh. And I was fulfilled by that. It was really fun. I was meeting a lot of great people. I had a very small budget to do something super fun with no timing at all. Like, right. And that was great. It was really fun. It kind of got me out of my little design rut for a minute. And I loved being a part of that. The first season of the show that I wasn't on camera was a wild, wild ride. Wild ride. (laughs) And how long have you been on on air now? I joined Good Bones at this end of season four, or the end of season three, beginning of season four. Mm -hmm. And designed i think most of the homes for season four and then season five it was like we were in because you're in constant production right so you're just going 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 there are certain homes that you think might be on season four that end up on season five it's just a constant build design situation because we are building from the ground up 15 to 16 homes a season and wow. the filming never ends. Right. Right. That takes, that's very time consuming. I'm sure. Very time. So is it now more of a creative collaboration? Are you still? It is. I mean, we, the show has ended at season eight and I started at season four. Four, end of season three, mm-hmm. beginning of season four. Um, we kind of as a whole have decided to end the show because oh, okay. it is just, it is so much work. There's so much burnout. There's so much um, financial responsibility on our end and especially on right. Mina's end as a business owner. And it's just, it's, been an amazing run and it's kind mm-hmm. of like if we kept going it would not end in an amazing way in my opinion yeah as they always say you want to uh, end on the top leave the party so. before it's over exactly <laughs> yeah well i mean that kind of takes me to your next question so you've just launched your own design firm mj home tell us about that so MJ Quill Home is has kind of been like a dream of mine, a passion of mine, something I've really wanted to get off the ground for a long time. But I mean, when you're on, when you're filming a TV show that literally never ends because there's always footage to be caught, mm-hmm. you can't really 
I don't know about you, but when it comes to detail and how roles, like things roll out, how things appear, attention to like what the mood is, what the vibe is, like different dates have more meaning to me than others. You Mm want to be able to take the ultimate amount of time to make it exactly what you want it to be. And I think any creative person kind of knows what that process is like. And I don't want to call it pickiness or uh, I don't know what else to call it. It's kind of like, I don't want to say vibes because that's like my least favorite word ever. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's um, just that internal knowing of when it is the right time to do something or move right. something forward. Mm-hmm. The same way it's like this chair looks amazing in this space. It, you kind of have to have those feelings before mm-hmm. you can fully give yourself to something. So with the show slowing down and us wrapping up production on season eight, it all just kind of like, it was almost like calm on the waters. And I think a lot of the cast, Mina, Karen, Tad, Corey, I think everyone just kind of like had this like woo saw deep breath moment. Like now is the time. Now we start launching our own. All the stars aligned, I guess you could say. Exactly. It was just the timing was right and we were ready to move on. So will your firm focus on the residential aspect of the sector or will you kind of do a a wide range of various different projects? Uh, It will be super, super wide range. I am. That was one of the first things I wrote down in my little, uh, manifesto was I didn't want to limit myself to any kind of design. I didn't want to say no to anything. So I'm kind of, this is my uh, MJ's big year of yes. So I'm saying (laughs) yes to every project, no matter how big or small and just kind of seeing where that takes me. I mean, it all fascinates and interests me and fulfills that creativity that I need. So I don't, I'm not ready to say no to anything. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you see yourself doing your own show based off of your firm and your projects? Um, I would say that's the number one question that I get DM'd about. Um, it's a very complicated <laughs> thing, and I think... My husband would probably have different answers than I do, but (laughs) I, Glenna, if you're listening, I'm down to do my own show, but you know it has to be on my terms. Um, And I think I would want to do something a little more casual, not so... uh, I don't know. That's, that's so- really cool. I, obviously, I haven't really thought about it that much. I think that I would, but I think it would definitely have to be uh, more MJ style. Not so formatted onto the build side? Yeah. I guess you... Yeah. Okay. Not, it would have to be less of the, like, procedural. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So is there an MJ Coil design aesthetic that you're known for? If I... Walked into his space like, ah, I know MJ Coyle did this. I think that there is. And um, I think that aesthetic and that look that I Mm -hmm. am able to, I mean, if you've seen it on TV, which is basically my entire career, it is that I can put a home together. I can try to evoke a feeling and then I can get that feeling to mm-hmm. the space in three to four days. Wow. Which is That's a quick a turnaround. Really, which <laughs> is a really crazy thing, but that's when do you sleep? <laughs> yeah, right. That's literally what I've done for so many years. And mm-hmm. I think that that process has been a priceless education for me. Because having a house finish on a Monday, and I'm talking like the paint is barely dry, 
Mm -hmm. And then having a producer and Mina and people being like, you have to have this house ready for a TV reveal in three to four days. Also, that other one that you just finished, we got to get out of there because someone bought it. Right, like it's right. a very, uh, it's a very high paced, fast speed. You got to think, you got to follow your instincts kind of design situation. Mm -hmm. And half the time I look back and I'm like, what, MJ, what did you do? What were you <laughs> thinking? And then other times it's like the little quiet moments, little vignettes and such where I'm like, oh, that was my happiness. That was incredible. You did that in no time at all. Like, it's just, it's been a very trial by fire design education that I've gone through, especially mm -hmm. in working in the TV medium, that I think I've walked away with so much knowledge and so much peace and so much like, wow, if I can do that that fast, imagine what you could do if you really sat down and like were able to fully think and fully like execute these design projects. Mm -hmm. well, do you, what is your process when you uh, take on a new project, both for the show, which is completely different than for your own firm, design firm, when you take on a project? I'm sure you have a little so, bit more time to absolutely. digest it. So when it comes to a project on TV, you know you only have so you have this limited amount of time. So you mm -hmm. kind of have to like gather everything and have it ready to just go into this house whenever the green light turns on. Um, when it comes to my actual design firm, I want the process to be as casual, slow, thought out, and like curated and articulated as possible. Mm -hmm. Can I do that maybe a little bit faster than some designers who haven't gone through the trial by fire? Maybe, but um, I love the slowdown of it. I love mm -hmm. to really think about it, really like uh, chew on the ideas and decide what is the best fit in the best way to approach the design. During this transition, when did you uh, start your firm? Well, I started it about two months ago. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm in my, my studio space right now. Um, it's been great. I've been doing a lot of virtual consultations, which I love. I love, love, love my virtual consultations. Um, my in-home consultations, my full design builds, my design, like everything is just kind of falling into place in a really great way that doesn't mm -hmm. feel forced or rushed. And luckily I, I was confident in the fact that opening my business, there were people that wanted to work with me, wanted to dig in deeper, liked my aesthetic and we're ready to go. We're ready to trust me because they've seen me on their TV for eight seasons right. of a TV show. <laughs> so that's like an upper hand that I never expected in my career to have. And while I had that, it went by in a flash. So I'm very lucky. Are most of your clients or people you're doing consulting for in the Indianapolis area or outside? Every single one of them is outside of Indianapolis. Really? I've started to take on a few more local projects, but um, my last virtual consultation was in Alaska. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people in California, a lot of people in upstate New York. Um, it's kind of been all over the place. But the I think the it sounds crazy to say, I think the Indiana, Indianapolis people know that I'm here. So it's uh -huh. kind of like, they're like, he's not going anywhere. He'll be here when we're ready. <laughs> right. 
What are some of the key factors you consider when designing a space, both for functionality and aesthetically? Hmm. So I really try to dig into how people live in and use their spaces, which I'm pretty sure is what most interior designers say. But I really like to... When you meet a client, the client will kind of come with what they want it to be and what their aesthetic mm-hmm. lens to the space being. And you kind of have to break that down into what and how they actually use the space for. Um, so that is what I lean into the most, especially when it comes into residential spaces. It's like what it, I understand what you want it to look like, but how do you actually use this? Mm-hmm. Do you feel you challenge yourself in design and aesthetically? I would say that I challenge myself. I'm actually really, really hard on myself when it comes to certain um, aspects of interior and home design. Uh And I never want you to circle back. I kind of don't want someone to look at my work and say, oh, that's an MJ oil space. Right. I kind of want everything to be a little bit different. I like things to be a little bit off. I like to be very art and story forward. Um, and that is kind of like a more internal challenge that I have. I wouldn't present that to clients, but I want every space to be different from the last. Mm -hmm. Are there any trends that you find particularly exciting or interesting? I don't really find any trends exciting or interesting. (laughs) I kind of, I hate to say it, but um, I know which ones are boring to me. I know what, I know what feels safe and I know what feels finished in like an easy way and I try to kind of avoid both of those things and if I I mean there have been times that I have just gone safe or trendy or for more of that just easy breezy situation Mm -hmm. and I those are the projects I end up hating so it's kind of like (laughs) I want to make things as eclectic but comfortable and fun Mm -hmm. art forward while telling a story and creating a space that is just different. I feel like sometimes you scroll on Instagram or you scroll wherever you're scrolling and there's just so much that looks kind of the same, in the same vein or in the same likeness or... And I recognize that all designers kind of look to someone else or look to other things. And I just like shaking it up a bit. Maybe <laughs> like someone shake you, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe someone like you used to ghost design for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we'll continue it on a different subject. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause I think, you know, who I'm referring to. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, how do you balance the client's preference with um, your own design vision? You know, a lot of clients, I think, especially in the residential sector, have Pinterest and Instagram, and it's like, this is what I want, not knowing that it might not fit their lifestyle or location or uh, the environment of their home. How do you kind of guide the client's preference with your own design and vision, knowing their lifestyle and functionality and stuff like that well if you've watched any of my shows um i obviously don't care about what (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um i do take it into account and i do a lot of translating their vision into what i think they are trying to articulate or what they're trying Mm -hmm. to push forward through their vision and I will risk it. I'll risk it for the design. If I feel that a client 
might be stuck on something that I don't think they necessarily need to be stuck on, I will mm-hmm. gently push them through to the cool or gently push them through to the absolute finished design that I think they deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, any interior designers can tell you that's a delicate dance, but sometimes that's why they hired the, the, yeah, that's why they hired the professional. Exactly. So just being that kind of guiding light and uh, almost like the, the spirit guide of design for some people, <laughs> it really helps. And if someone comes to me with a design that I'm not necessarily comfortable with, I will still start the process and try and push them out of those comfort zones because mm-hmm. why hire a designer? Why do these things? If you could just go to Pinterest and have and copy it. I mean, right, it's not right. hard. So yeah, it's always pushing people behind beyond their comfort zones and then making them mm-hmm. think it's their idea. Absolutely. Mina. Well, it's like those people, it's like those people that go get a haircut and they bring a picture. It's like, well, your hair doesn't work like that. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You know, what inspires and motivates you in this design field? Um, I think the thing that inspires and motivates me the most is knowing that I can go in a space that might feel just meh or dead or just like (laughs) it's not great. Like this is just a space and Mm -hmm. creating soul and story and art and it's for me in a big way it's really about like educating people about how to evoke a a feeling how to create a space that actually makes them happy actually drives them to sit down and hang out um Mm -hmm. something interesting i just i I feel like with, I feel like there are so many people that just fill spaces with things and stuff. And if you hire a designer, or you have a good eye, or you really think about the things that like fill your space, it becomes way more important to you. It can affect right. your mental health. It can affect your. Um, how hard you're working, your creativity, your, it's just, spaces can evoke feelings, emotions, everything. And I think it's so important that everyone have that safe, cool place to call home or to hang out. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular project that you've worked on being on or off camera that really, um, excited you and has there been one that is like oh i never want to do that again i talked to someone once that said uh someone asked me to paint a black room and everything was black it's like i never want to do that I again think I listened to that so, episode um <laughs> every space excites me at first mm-hmm. period well, that's no, good uh I Good selling every, point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love every space that I walk into. I initially get that feeling. I get that. Uh, I'm trying not to say the V word. V word. <laughs> um, I don't think there's a project. I mean, obviously, there are projects that I've looked back on after having three days to fulfill or. Mm-hmm do that I'm not obsessed with or in love with. And there's projects that I have had three days, four days to do that I'm like, wow, that's really cool. That's great. Um, I think the most excited that I get is when I see a blank, completely blank canvas And I meet the clients or the homeowners or whoever I'm partnering with on the project Mm -hmm. and they 
are so jazzed up about me being a part of the project that they're just kind of like, we will follow you, do whatever. And that's every interior designer's dream. Right. But I think it's, I think that is the most exciting part is when I walk into a room and I do my little happy dance and I'm so ready to just go for it. And it be it a client, be it a producer, be it a whatever, whoever uh-huh. is like, go, yes, that, what you're doing right there, do that. Go for it. Is there, do you consider yourself a traditional traditionalist or a more contemporary, more modern? I I don't think I'd put myself in any any of those. I don't even mm-hmm. want to call them boxes. I think it really is just an ability to see a space, feel a space, and know what it needs and what it deserves. Mm-hmm. Not to get too like meta and weird. Like it's it's very uh I don't know. I think my brain works differently in the fact that I like I can see a space, be it four walls or an entire, whatever it is, I kind of know the vibe. Oh, I said it. Uh, I know the <laughs> feeling that I want to evoke when I walk into that space for the next time. I know the layers, the layering, the art, the colors, the tones, the feelings. I think it's just very uh, case-by-case basis. And mm-hmm. I would hate to revisit MJ Coyle home 15 years down the road and be like, oh, everything kind of looks the same. Or, wow, you evoked a feeling once, got Mm -hmm. well known for it, and then produced that in every space that you did. I think openness to any possibility. I would love the challenge of someone being like, everything in my home has to be from the exact year 1959 and like or if someone said i want nothing in my house to be white or if someone said i love that kind of challenge i've yet Mm -hmm. to face that kind of challenge but i'm i don't see a world where i'm doing the same or even remotely similar looks for every single project. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. To me, it makes sense. (laughs) I understand it. (laughs) So now that you've uh, launched your own firm and you're doing stuff outside of your own uh, locality, how are you achieving that? Are you still traveling uh, quite a bit to, to working on those projects? So I... Do travel for projects, especially ones that I'm very excited about. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm super open to traveling around the Midwest. Um, Yeah. I I will really, if if I'm excited about something, I will go. I mean, you've come from an environment that's very collaborative and working with partnerships and others. Are you continuing that effort and working with various... uh, into these, do you enjoy that? I do enjoy that. I mean, being an, under a giant network umbrella can limit some of those possibilities. So I'm kind of getting back into that, uh, working more mm-hmm. locally. I love all of our local vendors and builders and furniture makers and artists and all of these people that have kind of worked with me throughout the years. I love that aspect of the design world, the very small Mm -hmm. design world here in Indianapolis. Um, But I am, I'm really, it sounds so stupid, but I am so open to literally any. I like, I, like I said earlier, I'm like, I'm in my year of yes, in my year of like, (laughs) I'll like, I'll explore anything. I had someone recently reach out to me to do um, like a mental health facility on the outskirts mm. of Indiana. And I'm like, never done that before. Sounds fun. Let's do it. Like, let's explore. Like let's, Oh yeah, I'm down. Um, I've done bridal studios. I've done bars. I've done all of these things. I really 
do not say no to much anymore. Wow. Call them now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But next year so might now, be my year of no. Exactly. This is my year of yes. <laughs> you got, uh, what, three, three, four months to, for yeah. the yes. There you go. Given that you've now have opened your firm, is there anything else on your list you want to achieve? Any goals? I think. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just say some designers, you know, uh, obviously wanted to be uh, published uh, a book, design your own furniture, start building the your brand, paint. I don't know. <laughs> it's so your yes year, so. <laughs> literally everything that you've just mentioned is a process that I've started that I didn't wasn't I'm a timing guy and mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of those things that you mentioned I don't think the timing was right I would love 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 to release a design book that's definitely a goal of mine um, I am also a painter and an artist um, I have a huge show coming up in November that I'm very, very excited about and very, very passionate about. And I'd love to get to deep dive more into the art world. Mm-hmm. I. What is that show? Is it an exhibit of your work? Yes. So it's an exhibit of my work. I have, we, I'm in my art studio right now. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. space in downtown Indy that really, really energizes and creates just like a perfect space for my creativity and all my thoughts and feelings when it comes to design and art. Um, I don't know if you can hear the traffic right outside, but Slightly. yeah, a little bit. Um, a little bit. I love this space. I love being able to, I want to help as many people as possible. And I think that's part of my design philosophy that might get lost in the the TV of it all. But I want to help people. I want to be able to answer their questions. All the people on Instagram, they're like, oh, I I have 46 Christmas trees that I put up every year. And I wish that I had a better idea of what to do with it. Like. There's no problem too small, and I want to be right. there. I want to be there for people, and I want to help people. Um, I know how wild um, gutting and remodeling an old home is. I know how crazy just, like, the smallest selections can become when you aren't confident mm-hmm. in what you're doing. I want to create a platform where anyone can come to me and ask me for help. Or suggestion, and I don't want to be so, priced. I don't want to. I don't want to price anyone out, and I, I think right, that's right. like a very big, um, a big problem in the design industry in general. Is like there are so many people that need help or need or have questions or want mm-hmm. feedback on things, but it's this interior design world has become such a luxury that some people don't think that they can afford or have access to this kind of luxury situation. Um, So I'm trying to just be as open to that as possible. So quickly go back, back to the art show exhibit. So you'll be exhibiting somewhere coming in November. So I'll be, exhibiting here in our gallery uh, with one of my best friends, Justin Vining, who's been on Good Bones numerous times. We have a huge art gallery and he exhibits, I think he does three or four big shows a year. Mm-hmm. So one of those shows this year is going to be my show. Oh, fantastic. And, and what type of medium is your artwork? So while I've done plein air and landscape before this year, I mean, this painting behind me is, that's one of mine. Uh, it's very abstract, very textural, mm-hmm. uh, very story-based. 
I do custom paintings for some of my clients. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so is your own home curated or do you, I know some designers have a problem in their own environment because they see things and they turn it around <laughs> and their partners, husband, wives always get upset. It's like, stop already. <laughs> so while my home is very curated um, and he was on season five, season four or five of the show, it is completely changed. And it's, ever-changing especially the art especially the lamps especially uh a lot of the smaller items but i will say that in the past six years having 15 homes going at the same time has kind of <laughs> itched the scratch a little just a little bit but right. i haven't had to do anything too wild to my own home <laughs> but it is always changing the paint's always changing. The light fixtures are always changing. I can't really stop. So are you? That's why you on need project? to hire me so that I can stop. There you redoing go. Doing my house all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same way. Uh, I don't like doing my own environment uh, really? because I do get overwhelmed. Uh huh. Yeah, I want someone to kind of dissect and translate what's in my head into a new vision. Oh, man. I should try that. <laughs> How many projects are you working on right now uh, for your firm? So right now I have six projects uh, varying in size, mm -hmm. but they're all very exciting. And I would like more. I would like... Um, hmm. I don't know how to say this nicely. Uh, <laughs> I love the projects and I appreciate all the projects. I'm, I feel like as interior designers, and I keep talking about us as if we are, I'm the spokesperson for the community, which I'm absolutely not. <laughs> and they do not want me to be. I feel like we are always looking for that perfect client to design situation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so few and far between that it's almost like you're just chasing something that will never be. It's almost like dating. Right. Sometimes like design can sometimes feel a little bit like dating and it's, I don't know. I feel like I need, I really, really want, I have this vision of this perfect client and this perfect project and I want that to come to light. And if that's you, then send me an email <laughs> at mj at mjcoilhome.com. And we'll work together, and it's going to be amazing. And <laughs> so well, what does that look like in your head? What is that perfect project? Hmm. What is it that's instilled in your head that's twirling around that kind of envision what that perfect project Oh, you like know, to just be? like architecturally beautiful space, no budget mm. at all, and uh, <laughs> just the ability to do whatever I want. Right. Well, maybe you'll get a call now. Yeah. Maybe. Do you think you'll miss yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'll miss being on camera and doing a show in that environment? Or has it been draining? It is not been limiting, <sighs> I guess. I don't think that it's been draining and limiting. I think it's been a challenge and it's been tough. Mm -hmm. It's been very tough, but also so rewarding. And it's taught me so much about myself, my design, how I work, what my ability to get things done. I definitely, and without being able to say anything, know that there will be more shows in the pipeline. Um, I don't think that I'm done being an on-camera designer or TV personality. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. We'll see. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm open to everything. And 
I don't foresee myself going away or walking away from TV anytime soon, but mm-hmm. maybe I feel like it's just all very up in the air. And I think it's a really, really cool space to be in right now for me. Well, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for you and hope the best for you. Absolutely. Um, what else is next on uh, MJ Coyle's wish list and next steps of what you're, where you want to go? Well, I think my focus right now is um, kind of doing what makes me happy, saying yes to things that make me uncomfortable, focusing <laughs> on my f- <laughs> focusing on my firm, uh, my art, and just kind of like taking it slow for a minute and slowing down and really appreciating all the things that I have and all the things that are coming my way. Mm-hmm. Will you continue deal. to work with the crew? What's that? Um, and a book deal. I really... And a book I deal. Would love, yeah, I would love to do some kind of book deal within the next year or two. I think that would be great. I think that would be like a very good cherry on this chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of wrap it up and put in a bow and... Yeah. There you go. And leave it on the coffee table. <laughs> do you have any favorite design materials or elements that you're constantly incorporating in your projects? It's like your go-to. My go-to. Um, for me, everything is so art forward. I can design or for like see a space based on a piece of art. Like, and that's kind of how, if it's not the story of a space or the initial feeling of a space or the history of a space, I will mm-hmm. lean to a piece of art to kind of encapsulate what the rest of the vibe is going to be. The colors, the tones, the feelings. Uh, so I think that is something that I'm very excited to lean into a little bit more a little bit more color story, a little more art forward. I think antiques make a space. I think older things. I think bringing things back into a home that were originally there. Um, I really love looking at old photos of a space. If you give me an old photo of a living room and you have walked back into that old space and it's all whitewashed and all completely Mm -hmm. modernized, that is really exciting to try and bring back those warm elements and those original elements and antiques. And I don't know. I think there's a a element, I guess a layered element of history. hundred percent. Bringing, bringing those kind of elements back into a space is always going to be huge. What advice would you give an aspiring interior designer who wants to get started in this industry? And as a career, man, don't do it. <laughs> um, I always call them baby designers. I think if you are a brand new baby designer out in the world, I think with social media and Pinterest and all of these things that we are kind of told our textbook, I think mm-hmm. you need to just ignore Ignore, ignore, ignore. Have your heroes. (laughs) Have your spaces that you love. Study these people. Study the past. Don't keep up with the present. Um, Do what makes you feel good and what makes you love a space. Don't create spaces that you're creating for other people's uh, judgment or feelings about unless it's your client. Is there anything else you want to share or promote or tell us about MJ Coyle and your journey? Hmm. When it comes to my journey, (laughs) when it comes to my journey, I think literally do everything that you find to be scary. 
and just keep work harder than everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Yeah. I agree. Put yourself out there and say yes. Don't say no. And test the limits. Yeah. And if you have, have your yes year and then have your no year. I mean, it's perfect balance. <laughs> say yes to everything for a while and then say no to everything for a while. And then you can really like chalk everything up to what you actually like doing. Because if you say yes to everything, that's the only way to find out what you don't like to do. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm with you on that. I've been, this year has been a yes year for me. Um, Love it. So you never know. You never and know. Who's going to interview you? When is know. your episode? I don't have an episode. I think you need an episode. <laughs> I was approached, and I think I, I told you this in our, our phone conversation, approached by two producers uh, for a potential show. But because of the writer's strike, um, they did not get greenlit. So I don't know. I mean, I have two podcasts. I'm a designer. I'm an architect. I have a furniture line I launched four, uh, four years ago um, that's all Native American-inspired. Um, there, I promoted myself. <laughs> there you, you did it. See, that's it. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been approached to do it, and it's like I, I don't want to talk about myself. <laughs> it, it's I want to hear thing. other people's story. It's a really hard thing. Yeah. Um, well, MJ, um, I really appreciate you coming on our show today. It's been fantastic, and. Best of luck to you on your firm, and congratulations. Thank you. And the rest of the four months ahead of yeses. Yeah. Four more months of yes. <laughs> and, you know, eight years on a show, that's pretty good. So, again, you, you ended on the top, I guess. Thank you. Leave the party before it's over. That's my other advice. There you go. All right, sir, I appreciate your time, and thank you again. Thank you. Thank you.